Welcome to the Inspired by Her Story podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Casso, travel and brand photographer and the founder of Caitlin Casso Creations, where I share other women's stories through my photographs and now this podcast. Inspired by Her Story is a podcast dedicated to inspiring, motivating, encouraging, and empowering women to get out of their comfort zones and follow their dreams. Whether it's owning their own business, experiencing something new, or making a major life change, I want to encourage other women to follow their dreams and live their lives to the fullest. Throughout this podcast, I will be sharing my own stories and those of inspirational women with hopes to let souls connect and adventures to unwind. Follow along as I take you with me during my travels, experiences, and encounters with these amazing women. On today's episode of Inspired by Her Story is Keely Mawfish. Keely is a destination weddings and elopement photographer who loves traveling just as much as me, lifting, and puppies, of course. During this episode, Keely touches on what made her get into photography, how others can get comfortable with getting their pictures taken, and she really opens up about how she figured out her true purpose in life. It's definitely something you don't want to miss. So let's find out more about her journey. So today on Inspired by Her Story, I have my friend Keely. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> I am so excited to have you today. I'm excited and nervous, but excited. So tell me a little bit more about what you do. Yeah. So um, I'm a photographer. I started my business uh, four years ago, which is crazy. Nice. Um, and so that's what I do. I love it. That's what I'm passionate about. And then I also do competitive lifting. Um, I feel like both of those collaboratively are kind of my story. So nice. I feel like it's kind of important to put both of those in there yeah definitely. <laughs> yeah it's always good to get like an overview picture of somebody yeah exactly and it's um it's both of them I'm just so passionate about it's what has made me who I am mm -hmm. so yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so tell me a little bit more about your journey and mm -hmm. how you became a photographer and mm -hmm. what inspired you to take on this new journey yeah so um I wish I could say I know there's people who are like oh so and so inspired me to start doing this but mm -hmm. I don't really have that like you know, I love like people like Ansel Adams and um, Annie Leibovitz, but like I've, you know, I think I was like 14 when I really started taking photos. And so at 14, you don't really know those people, <laughs> at least I didn't. And so I have just really loved, I, I, th I feel like off the bat, I'm about to get really spiritual here. I'm sorry. Oh, it's totally fine. Um, do it. I've just always been inspired by like everything beautiful like God's creations like I started taking pictures of snails when oh, I was younger yeah. um at least that's what my dad tells me he's like yeah you would be outside just like looking and taking pictures of snails I'm like that's so weird <laughs> <laughs> but that's what really inspired me um nature and I used to take walks mm -hmm. and just like take photographs of things that I thought were really beautiful and uh, maybe from like a different perspective that not everybody would see it from. Mm -hmm. And so I think as I've grown, I've definitely found people who I think um, do beautiful work that I am still inspired of or that I'm still the who still inspire me. Mm -hmm. um, but I think consistently um, it's just always been things that I see um, mm -hmm. maybe from a different perspective or a different angle that I want to show everybody. Yeah, I think that's what has been really the continuing thing that's inspired me and in that mm -hmm. um, I just want to um, 
be able to express and show people and um yeah and that's I feel like what's kind of brought me here I've always known long story short I've always known that I hate having a boss Mm -hmm. I hate having somebody tell me how to schedule my life Um, I hate having to put my creativity and passions within a box and not be able to like really do things that I love and express in that way and so I -hmm. think through all these different jobs that I've had, that was always my end goal was to start my own business, do what I want to do and um, be able to express myself in that way. So yeah. I think that's the answer I want to go for. <laughs> yeah, I love that though. And it's so true because like when I was at my like full-time job mm-hmm. also, I felt the same way where it's like hard to have somebody else like telling you what to do yeah. and like who to be pretty much uh, in yeah. your job. But it's also like being a creative and trying to do a creative job and someone telling you that they don't like the work that you Mm, produce for mm -hmm. them or (laughs) I don't agree with this. Maybe try to do this instead. It's so hard as a creative because it's like, but it's subjective. So this is what I really like. And now I feel like I'm not being who I want to Mm -hmm. be or who I think I am Mm -hmm. because somebody else is telling me to do that. Exactly. And like my, my last job was at a photography studio and like, um, I learned a lot from there for sure. Like, I think there's a, there's a reason and a purpose that I was there. I think for everything there is, um, I know I learned a lot of lighting there. I learned a lot of posing, but our main, the main business there was school. So it's like, seniors underclassmen proms sports sometimes weddings on the side and so your 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 clients are kids who more often than not don't really want to get their picture yeah, taken exactly. um sometimes it's miserable mm-hmm. <laughs> and so i there was no way to be creative in that you know in that job and yeah. um you know that was the job that i left bef- you know to start my business mm-hmm. um i just wasn't happy anymore and my parents have had their business for 30 plus years so they were more than supportive about taking that step forward and kind of had um did different things to prepare for it mm-hmm. but um of course nothing is really going to ultimately prepare you when you start a business yeah. <laughs> it's 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 a big process but um yeah i think all these jobs kind of pushed me towards that for sure. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Because starting your own business is like something that can be completely out of somebody's Mm. comfort zone. Oh yeah, for sure. (laughs) Do you feel like that's what kind of helped push you to get out of your comfort zone in order to create your own business? Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, I think it was definitely out of my comfort zone. I don't think I realized how far out it was. Um, I, I remember the day that I quit at my job, though. I, I remember that distinctly because my boss took it so well. Mm-hmm. And I remember driving, I think I was driving to the gym after that. And I'm like, did I just do the right thing? Because he really took that so well. <laughs> Maybe I should stay. Um, <laughs> and uh, so it was that year it was the first two years that like was a roller coaster and that Mm -hmm. really pushed me into um it was just different things that definitely had to put me out of my comfort zone like I am naturally an introvert and so with the different jobs I've had slash starting my own business I had to become an introverted extrovert Mm -hmm. I had to go to events that I ultimately didn't really want to be at or photograph, but when you're starting your own, your own business, you have to put yourself out there. Yeah. Um, you have to do the things that you don't want to do, the jobs that you don't really aren't really passionate about mm-hmm. to get the jobs eventually that you are passionate about, like shooting weddings right. for clients who you love. Um, but there were, you know, those steps along the way that pushed me out of my comfort zone mm-hmm. and that I was like, oh, so 
you get that like knot in your stomach that you're like, oh, I don't want to do this, but I know it's going to be beneficial and Mm -hmm. lead me to where I need to get to. So, um, yeah, the whole process is like, you're just way out of your comfort zone. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I totally agree. And I feel like I've talked to you about this before too, Mm -hmm. where I'm like, oh, I just don't like doing these parts though. Yes. It's it's so hard. Uh, Like, Anything that's Mm sales-like and, like, trying to Mm -hmm. bring people in, I just get so uncomfortable with because I've just never, like felt I never felt like I could connect to other salespeople mm. really mm-hmm. like I would get annoyed I'd be like oh they're trying to sell me this right I really don't want it exactly but at the same time I have to realize like well this is my own business and yeah. I get to handle it the way I want to yes handle. so yes. if I want to like pitch myself this mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. and it works then that's the way I'm gonna keep mm-hmm. it you know there's yes. no like it, there's no like right or wrong way yeah. because I don't have somebody else telling me to do it right and I could just like be myself yeah and realize that as long as I'm authentic and I'm mm-hmm. like not pushing something on someone mm-hmm. and I feel good about the sale yeah then it's totally fine yes I don't have to think that I'm like some car salesman that's like exactly. trying to sell me like a beat up <laughs> junk that yeah. like I'm not gonna like in the end right exactly and I think that's the beauty um about having your own business you know there's always those pros, pros and cons but I think the beautiful thing about having your own business is that you get to do it how you want to do it. Mm -hmm. And I think it took me time to realize that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think stepping into my own business, there's a lot of things that I did because other people were doing them. Yeah. Um, I was shooting a certain way because I thought that's how you were supposed to, because other people were doing it that way. Um, I think marketing is huge. Marketing is how you, how you get your sales. And there are certain things that never sat like, what am I saying? There's there certain things that never felt right to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, well, this is how I have to do it because this is how everybody else is doing it. Like bridal shows. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. once I turned that corner and I was like, no, we don't have to do it this way. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have to shoot this way. Like we don't have to market this way. Mm-hmm. Um, I found my own style. I found a marketing way that seems more organic to me and like more true. Um, and I, that's when I really felt like my business started growing. That's when I really felt like I was getting those clients that I really loved, really cared about, Mm -hmm. saw what I was doing as an important investment to them. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's like the biggest thing is like, if you are going to do something that you love, start something that you love, you gotta do it how you want to do it. Mm -hmm. Cause otherwise what's the point? Like why, why? Like, why start your own business exactly. if it's not authentically Ex- you? Exactly. And the thing is, like, there are millions of photographers out there. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't even count how many. And so why would I go and do a bridal show where there's thousands of photographers mm-hmm. instead of doing something my own way that may be a little bit more unique that could be recognized first instead of all these thousands of uh, thousands of photographers in mm-hmm. one little space? Yeah. Um, I think it's important to do things in a more unique and organic fashion because you're going to stand out more too and maybe a market that's very much saturated. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Try having to photograph people's special moments Mm -hmm. can be very intimidating (laughs) because you want to make sure that you're like capturing those Mm -hmm. moments exactly how they've always dreamed of. Mm -hmm. So I feel like this is even a question that I especially just want to know is how do you kind of maybe put that thought to the side in a way? I guess you wouldn't completely put it to the side because it matters, but where you don't like make yourself overthink it or like put too much pressure on yourself Mm -hmm. for those photo shoots or that special day. Yeah. So 
I think um, it's funny because I was I was thinking about this earlier. I when I first started. <clears throat> That wasn't even a thought in my mind because I think as especially a wedding photographer, you're already thinking about so many things, so many things on that day um, that you being there to capture these moments wasn't even in my mind. Mm -hmm. My mind was filled with, uh, are my settings right? Am I posing Mm -hmm. them right? Do I sound awkward? What am I doing here? (laughs) The first wedding I ever shot was like a backyard wedding for like $600. Mm-hmm. I was freaking out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as I started going along, that's when I realized, oh, okay, we are photographing these really important moments that nobody's going to get back. And I think I started seeing the seriousness in that. And that's for me, it's all about safety precautions. Um, I don't know if this even makes sense to your question, but this is what I immediately think of. I, I think of Uh, recognizing that and thinking, okay, I need a camera that has two cards in it. Mm -hmm. Because if one card fails, I have a backup. Mm -hmm. I've had cards where I take pictures, I look back and the picture sometimes, um, it's hard to explain what it looks like, but it's like, it doesn't look like a picture. Yeah. It's something went wrong with the card. Oh, wow. So thank oh, God I have a, I hope that never I know. <laughs> I hope it never happens to anybody. <laughs> but it's things that are out of my control. Uh-huh. It's things that are way out of my control. And so when I am capturing these moments, um, those are what I'm thinking of. I need mm-hmm. two cards on my camera at all times. I need to go home and back up these um, images, not just once, not twice, but three times. I need to have a, a backup, backup mm-hmm. for these pictures. I need to tell my clients when you get your galleries you download those, every single one of them, because God forbid my house catches on fire and this gallery somehow, you know, the company goes out of business. Mm-hmm. You don't have your pictures anymore. Yeah. Um, so that those are the things that I kind of think of. I think emotionally, too, it is a lot of pressure. But I I, I don't know. I don't think of that on mm-hmm. the day of. Um, I think because there are like a million things going on. Yeah. Um, I think of it when I'm not shooting Mm -hmm. I think of it when I'm trying to either connect a client or market towards a certain client I think that's Mm -hmm. when I'm thinking of it trying to let them understand that like you're investing in something that if it's important to you you'll see the value in it Mm -hmm. you'll you'll or sometimes it's people who don't get those photos Mm -hmm. and they look back and they're like oh I wish that I did x and x to to get these photos back or something. Mm-hmm. But I, I never, I don't think it's when I'm actually shooting. Do I think of that? Yeah. Yeah. Because there's so many things to think about when exactly. you're shooting. It's mm-hmm. crazy. And I, not everybody realizes that either. Right. It's like, it's not just the pose. <laughs> right. Because that's what they're actually doing. But yes. everything behind the scenes too. Exactly. It's like, what is your aperture at? Your shutter yeah. speed, your ISO. Exactly. And like, the composition of the photo. Yes. And the lighting. The lighting is like a whole nother story. Oh, I know. So like, yeah. that's like a thing in itself. Right. And so there's all of that to think about rather mm-hmm. than just like making sure that you're capturing this specific yeah. moment. Exactly yeah. Exactly how like you've envisioned or they've envisioned. Exactly. I think there's key things during the day. uh, Like I'm going to use a wedding as an example because that's just my go-to. I think, um, you know, there's certain moments that I'm, I am thinking of like the kiss. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I always think of family members. There's, you know, especially like the elder family members. I'm always thinking of those moments. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess if I had to go off certain moments um, that I want to capture where I would put pressure on myself, Mm -hmm. it's those ones. Yeah. 
I can't say that I've never messed up a kiss on a wedding day because <laughs> I have because I'm human. Yeah. Um, but again, like there's certain things that I will do to mm-hmm. reenact those moments. Um, it's only happened once mm-hmm. and never it was uh, I was changing a lens before oh, it happened. Yeah. I wanted to change a lens and something technically happened with my camera where it the it wasn't reading the card. Mm. Oh my gosh, I was freaking out. The, my client will never know who the, this is. Like they, they don't even know because uh, I was able to afterwards do a little reenactment and it was fine. They, yeah. it, nobody will ever know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, ha- it's, it's such, it is a pressure filled job. It mm-hmm. really, really is. And when it comes to doing your job and having technical things involved, it's, uh, it oh just thinking about it but I try not to I try not to and I think that's why you have to push it to the side and focus on like exactly and how you can recover from it exactly that's all that matters exactly (laughs) (laughs) and they will never know like I said and so speaking of your clients Mm -hmm. what do you hope that they would receive most from you as their photographer yeah so um man I would say like I hope I I try to I try my best to provide an experience that um, where they just feel relaxed and comfortable. I think I know getting your picture taken is the most awkward thing in the world. Mm-hmm. I get it. I I I don't even like getting my picture taken mm-hmm. most part mostly yeah right. <laughs> and so just from the very beginning when I'm meeting with them at a consultation, I want to feel like we're just having coffee. We're just I'm just getting to know you. I'm just trying to see if like we're going to mesh well mm-hmm. if this is the right fit. And if we're not the right fit, like no worries. Like I, I want you to find somebody who is going to make you feel great on your day and you're going to know right yeah. away. Um, I always say, I've heard this from somebody else and I loved the idea of this. Um, I always say that I want my couples to think of my business and talk about my business the way they do their favorite ice cream place um and so I always think for me there's so many good ice cream places around here um but immediately I think of milk craft okay yeah so (laughs) along with their ice cream just tasting so good their experience the whole time is just fascinating to me. It's like mm-hmm. they have the, what is it, the, the, the dry or the liquid nitrogen yeah, yep. that's going everywhere. They have the music playing. It just mm-hmm. smells so good in there. And then your ice cream is just so creamy and like, they have all these cool flavors, like, it's like colorful, yeah, food, different toppings. Exactly, it's kind of mm-hmm. a younger vibe. Um, and so I just thinking about it, I'm like, I get excited about it. I'm like, mm-hmm. I want that ice cream. Yeah, I want my clients to feel the same way about my experience. I want them to tell their friends and be like, Oh my gosh, like you have to have this. You have to hire her because you're gonna get a great experience. You're gonna get to know her. You you're gonna feel comfortable and relaxed. You're gonna wanna go back to her every time. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, like I want my couples to feel like they have a solid relationship, to feel comfortable in front of the camera. Um after I always say, like, the first 10 minutes you're gonna feel so awkward. Mm-hmm. You just are. And then we start to get to know each other and they relax a little bit more. So um, I just hope that they come out of it with that and it's seamless, Mm -hmm. seamless and easy um, and that, you know, they just overall positive, good experience looking back on it and that they got everything that they ultimately wanted Mm -hmm. and more from it too. Right. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. (laughs) And now I know you mentioned, you kind of started off saying how like, Nobody really likes their picture taken mm. that much, which mm-hmm. is so true. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that can be something that 
is outside of someone's comfort zone. Yeah. Incredibly. Yeah. (laughs) So if you do have clients that are like that, Mm -hmm. what kind of advice do you usually give them in order to help them like push outside of their comfort zone for these photos Mm. and get comfortable, Mm -hmm. get comfortable with you in the moment. Yeah. And then all of a sudden now they're shining. Yeah. So, um, I think it's with, I think with majority of things, it's about educating people, educating your clients, um, so I actually most recently just started, um, when they sign on with me, they get a bridal booklet mm-hmm. within that just gives them information about the engagement session, gives them style, um, ideas for what to wear, mm-hmm. because I think we have certain parts of our body that we may be uncomfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we can, you know, I always ask somebody, what's your side, do you have a side that yeah. you preference? And I think there's a reason for that, mm-hmm. whether they're trying to hide something or not. Like if you, if you are somebody who might not like your arms, then don't wear something that's going to show your arms. Right. And I say that in the most positive way in this booklet. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so that's step one. Step two on the day of our engagement session, which is usually our first interaction of photos. It's the, it's the day that I can really help them feel relaxed. Mm. I tell them this is a practice run for your wedding day. This is for us to a, get to know each other better. Mm -hmm. B to just so you learn my posing style and, um, know that on the day of, you're just going to flow right into it. Mm -hmm. I always tell them you're going, like I said, you're going to feel uncomfortable for the first 10 minutes. That Mm -hmm. is so normal. If, if you don't, I, I might be a little worried yeah, right. <laughs> or not. Like maybe you're somebody who you've just been modeling forever, mm-hmm. but um, for the most part, they're nervous. They're nervous. They're uncomfortable. And I get it. I'm nervous. Mm-hmm. I'm always nervous before a shoot. Cause I want to, I have expectations for myself. Mm-hmm. So that is my number one thing that I always tell them, like you will feel uncomfortable for the first 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't even worry about it. And I coach them through every single thing. That's mm-hmm. the other thing I've had so many people say like, we need help. We need coaching. (laughs) And I'm like, I got you. Like, don't even worry about it. I'm going to help you pose through every single thing. You're going to learn every single thing. It's going to feel weird, but you just have to trust me. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of it is, um, just don't second guess yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, I know I have some clients who are, are, a little more aware of like, is it okay to put my hand here? Is it okay to do? Yeah. And that I, it's understandable. You want to look good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think just relax through it, you know, especially, um, for this session when it's not your wedding day, just let your hand fall where it's going to, where it's going to fall. Mm-hmm. Let your eyes gaze where they're going to, where they're going to gaze. Like, and yeah. just know that if you have a photographer that is going to look out for you mm-hmm. and if it looks weird, they're going to tell, they're not going to tell you like you look weird, yeah. but they're going to like make you aware and be like, hopefully in a gentle, positive way, be like, you know what? I think maybe if you put your hand this way instead, like, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. then they're going to help you with that. Yeah. And if they don't, then maybe find a new photographer. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's also what's great about engaging sessions is it's kind of a test run mm-hmm. to see like, is this, can I do this yeah, with them? Yeah, is this a good fit? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And if it's not, you get yourself another photographer. Yeah. I don't care if you put a, put a deposit down because. It's not going to be worth it in no, the end. No, it's mm-hmm. not. You're going to be so unhappy. Um, yeah. It's just, uh, no, I, I, I'm such a firm believer in feel that feeling you need to it needs to feel right for you and again Mm -hmm. like I always tell people at a consultation if this does not feel right yeah you don't even worry about it like Mm -hmm. you have to go with your gut on everything yeah um especially because the wedding day like there's so much more that's going on and yes like they have their mind like all over the place Mm -hmm. on everything else that they want to focus on too yeah so if they're not comfortable with Mm -hmm. their photos being taken then it's just going to 
kind of put a damper on their whole yeah, day. You know, it's it weird. Right. Cause I'm, I always feel like I'm with the bride more than she's going to be with her future husband yeah. on that day. Like I'm with her pretty much all day. Yeah. And if it's a weird relationship and that's mm-hmm. person's in the room with you on your wedding day, like I, mm, mm-hmm. nope. Yeah, <laughs> I don't exactly. know. It's just odd to me. I couldn't do it. I wouldn't yeah. be able to do it. Yeah. Have you ever had to like say no to a client before? I have. Yeah. Because it's important for uh, you too to be yes. comfortable. Like right. not only them, but like mm-hmm. if you're not comfortable taking someone's photo, then right. it's going to also represent in your job as well. Yes. And it wasn't, for me, it wasn't, it was more of a stylistic point. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, mm-hmm. you know, again, yeah. when, yeah, when I talk about before saying um, I found what my style is, I, I stay true to that style. Um, it's more of that light, bright, brighter style. I like pops of color too. So mm-hmm. uh, for me, they were just looking for something different. Yeah. It wasn't, they were the cutest. It broke my heart because they were the cutest couple. So sweet. Um, but stylistically they were looking for something kind of complete opposite of mine and I couldn't do I know there's better photographers out there who would suit them Mm -hmm. um who would do a better job who've practiced that kind of editing for years and um for me to just do it for one wedding um I don't think I would be able to benefit them so Yeah, it is hard. Ugh. I I still think about it. It's hard because I feel like I feel so hard for people and yeah. saying no to somebody. Like it, ugh, it's it hard. Like breaks your heart, but at it the does. Same time, you know it's the right thing. Exactly. Because you can't go against like your brand. Exactly. Because otherwise, if you're trying to like edit these photos right. in a completely different way, yeah. First of all, it's gonna take you twice as long. Yeah. Because you're like, <laughs> what is this? It's not me. Right. You'll probably eventually keep like gravitating towards yeah. your normal style <laughs> exactly. because it's so hard to completely change. It really it. is. Yeah. <laughs> I like seeing greens. I like seeing the true colors and that, that it is hard. It's, it's, Mm -hmm. um, I wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll be back with our guest in just a minute, but first let's hear a quick message from our sponsors. Are you a business owner struggling with building connections with your audience? Are you scrambling last minute to find a photo to post on your social media platforms? Still using stock photos for your website? That's why having a brand photo shoot is so important. Showing pictures of yourself, your team, and what you do is exactly what's going to help you build connections with your audience, which will then turn into clients. But it's not just about having a brand photo shoot. It's all about really connecting with your photographer. It's super important to feel 100% confident before and during your photo shoot so you can represent your brand in the best way and bring the right clients to you. And that's exactly where I can help. My goal is to make you shine in your brightest light while showcasing your brand exactly how you envision it. So let's work together. Head over to CaitlinCasso.com or send me an email at CaitlinCasso at gmail.com and we'll chat more. And now back to the episode. So recently Mm -hmm. um, we got coffee Mm -hmm. and we, I mean, every time we get coffee, Mm -hmm. we're there for like three hours at least just (laughs) talking about everything from like life Mm -hmm. to photography, to work, to travel, to everything. Yes. Um, which is great. And I yeah. love it every time. I know. <laughs> and so you actually were talking about 
what you felt you ended up telling kind of a story mm-hmm. and you were saying how you know what like I feel like this is what my purpose yeah. is yeah and as soon as you were saying it and you were yeah. talking about it like first of all I just like <laughs> I felt it in my heart uh, and it made me so happy yeah and literally as you were saying it mm. I was like she's going to have to tell this on my <laughs> podcast and you stopped and I was like first of all remember everything you just yeah. said because you're gonna have to repeat it oh gosh yes podcast. yes but I would love it was so great and mm. I would love for you to share with mm-hmm. everyone else also what you think your purpose is yes oh this is the big oh, one yeah, so yeah. I brought tissues in case I cry <laughs> um so okay so it's funny because I for a few years now I've been really trying to figure out what my purpose is. Um, I feel like everybody has a purpose on this planet. And I think there's some people who, um, they know right away. It's like they go, people who go to school for a certain reason, they know like doctors and all this stuff, they're there for a reason. Other people, it might take a little bit longer. Um, I've always been that person where with everything, it takes a little bit longer for me to realize things, figure things out. Um, and so I, I think this because my story was still going, I was still walking through it when I was still trying to figure out what my purpose was. And especially in my work, um, I always want my work to be purposeful. I want it to serve people well. And I think it does, but I never found it to be, um, I wanted to be even more. Mm-hmm. I wanted to serve people well even more. And I wanted to almost collaborate um, these two things, having a purpose and serving people well. So mid-summer, um, I went to a photography um conference type thing actually it was it was creative conference it wasn't just photography Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of creatives there and um we had a couple speakers there who uh I just love them one was Caitlin James who she's gonna be my wedding photographer when I like she I'm just in love with her Mm -hmm. and then um and she really talked about our story like what is our story like what makes us fired up? Like, why do we do what we do? And, um, everything in that weekend just really clicked for me. And so I realized, you know, I, like I said in the beginning, um, I do a lot of lifting. I, I like to compete in lifting strongman competitions. Um, it just though I realized how those connect for me. Mm -hmm. So, um, I'm trying to, let's see how to word this. I'm going to back it up here. (laughs) So growing up, I was definitely more on the shy side. Um, and it's funny because I'm so, um, interested in like the subconscious mind. I'm so interested on why we are the way we are, why we think the way we think, why we believe what we believe. Um, it fascinates me. Mm -hmm. And I, I firmly believe like our subconscious mind is, is what controls so much of that. Mm-hmm. And so growing up, I was shy. I didn't really have much confidence. I, I, you know, like I said, I was, um, an introvert. And I think a lot of that was because of how I was raised. And now my parents, I'm going to start by, I'm going to preface this, are so supportive. They're Mm -hmm. so loving. So none of what I'm about to say, Mm -hmm. they're not bad parents. This is just, again, maybe how they were raised, Mm -hmm. how they, uh, how their subconscious mind works. Mm -hmm. So when I was younger, like my mom would make these like vision boards and we're all about goals and visions in my family and so on this vision board would be like a model Mm -hmm. and this model would be like in a bikini she was like you know the person that everybody would look at and be like that's what I have to look like that's what I should look like Mm -hmm. uh so I need to go after that Mm -hmm. and I think seeing that from like a younger age 
kind, you know, it, it starts to morph your mind into being like, oh my gosh, like I'm flawed. There's something wrong with me. Like this is not, I, I need to fix this. And I remember being on certain diets or um, not being able to eat certain things or doing like Weight Watchers at a young age. Mm -hmm. And so again, putting into the idea of my mind at a young age being like, I, again, I'm flawed. I'm not, I shouldn't look this way. This shouldn't be how I should be looking. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not like, oh gosh, I'm shaking. Um, I'm not like the other girls in high school who look beautiful. And so that really, I, I closed up. Mm-hmm. I made myself small. I did it to myself. I made myself small. Um, I felt like guys didn't like me. Um, I never had a boyfriend in high school because I was like, I didn't, oh my gosh, hold on. <laughs> um, and so I, looking back at it, I'm like, it wasn't anybody else. It was me. Mm-hmm. I put this in my brain, you know, whatever was going on. I made these habits of being shy, not, you know, talking to a guy and, um, or anything like that. And so, um, going through that in college, um, I got into a really bad relationship. It was bad. Um, again, had no self-esteem, so I didn't stand up for myself. Um, I stayed in this relationship for four years and I want to preface this Mm -hmm. by saying, um, I, I am friends with this guy now. He, he knows, he knows he was not the best boyfriend. He knows this. Um, he's a better guy today. And so, but back then, um, he, within the first six months of our relationship cheated on me. Um, and again, I stayed with him because I was weak. I didn't want to be alone. I was like, this is my first boyfriend. I can't, I, I, how, how do I survive after this? (laughs) Um, I think I was like, 19 or 20 mm-hmm. so to think back on there I'm like oh my gosh Keely what were you thinking yeah and so a lot of us have been through there yeah yeah <laughs> and it's it's hard it's you know you're when you're that young and um you know that self-conscious and mm-hmm. that you know you don't really have that inner strength to be like stand up for yourself and be like no yeah. like don't do mm-hmm. <laughs> no um and I I distinctly remember like after that initial thing happened just like being in my room and like you just feel sick mm-hmm. instantly the trust goes out the window yeah and so when there's no trust you are filled with anxiety you don't know what he's gonna do next mm-hmm. and so um that was four years of him lying to me mm-hmm. him consistently cheating on me him trying to hide it and he was very bad at it <laughs> um and there was a lot of uh you know finding things on his computer of his ex-girlfriend that um, we, we both, uh, what am I saying? We both studied abroad. So I went to visit him in Spain and that's when I found that and, um, stayed with him still. Mm-hmm. Like I forgave him and I probably even made it sound like it was my fault. I don't know. I feel like you just, uh, I was just so weak, man. I hate thinking about that, but it, again, it's part of my story. It's, part, yeah, it's exactly. part of it. And got you to where you are today. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it got to where he had to break up with me. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, like I, I would have stayed with him. I would have kept feeling that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it took me, I want to say about a year to really, um, snap out of like feeling really sad. But within that year, I hated myself. Oh my gosh. I hated everything about myself. I was like, if this guy who was horrible to me, couldn't love me, then like, how can anybody, like, I remember sitting in the Kohl's fitting room, like I was shopping with my mom, sitting in the Kohl's fitting room, just crying, like 
looking at myself and hating myself and um, feeling like I'm never going to be loved. Mm -hmm. And I think I was 22 or 23 at that time. Um, And I don't think it was until, you know, I remember having this talk with my brother and he was just like, why are you so afraid to be alone? Like, what? like why like what's your problem and mm-hmm. I'm like I don't know yeah. <laughs> I'm like I don't know um mm-hmm. and I think it you know it it's small steps it's small steps to taking care of yourself and from there I went on this path of getting back into lifting mm-hmm. um starting to compete in strongman and really respect my body um I think I think that's the biggest thing you know it's that I at that I I was so inspired back then to, and I still am I was so inspired back then that women um we crave validation from so many people mm-hmm. men women people who we think are more important than us mm-hmm. um and I think it's important to not do that because man like what if that person who you love like god forbid what if they pass away then what yeah. what are you gonna do um mm-hmm. So I was on this journey of lifting and competing and I didn't want anybody to interfere with that because I, for the first time in 23 years of my life, I actually loved myself. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I, um, have a lot of tissues. (laughs) Um, I have more. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think, you know, I, I, I could stand in front of a mirror and truthfully say that I didn't, um, I didn't look at myself and say, I wish I had that person's hair. I wish Mm -hmm. I had that person's legs. Um, and that feeling was, it was just powerful. It was inspiring. And I wanted, I wanted other women to feel that. Ooh, okay. (laughs) Um, that was the feeling that I wanted for other women Mm -hmm. to know that, you don't need somebody else to make you feel that way. Mm-hmm. I think we were all built for a certain reason, for a certain purpose, and to want other, to want something else, or to crave something else. Um, I think it's so destructive. I think it goes everything against that God wanted for us and how He created us. Um, I think it's messed up that we look at something or somebody on social media and we think that is how it's supposed to be. How did we even get there? Like, how did, again, this is all maybe subconsciously, but like, how did we even get to the point where we consider somebody's perfect body to be perfect? How did we even see that? And, um, you know, it's, I coach high school girls and uh, the things that, they get upset about or that they want like a boyfriend to make them feel better kills me because I just there that's not what should make you happy Mm -hmm. it's really not you need to figure out and it doesn't have to be lifting for me that's just what it is for me that's what makes me feel really empowered Mm -hmm. um makes me really respect my body and what it can do but if you find something that can do that for you then go do it Mm -hmm. and don't apologize for it if it makes somebody else offended or whatever Um, but I think that is so important for that year when I started doing that, I kind of pushed everything aside that I really needed to, that was negative. I didn't want to get in a relationship. I needed to be alone. And, um, I think there says, I think there's something in being single that is so valuable. Um, I'm back to being single now after a different relationship and it's a whole new journey for me, but, um, 
I think it's a journey that I need right now. It's so necessary. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people, I think, look down at being single or like, well, why aren't you married by now? Why don't you have kids by now? But um, it's a valuable time. It's an important time. And I don't think it's anything to look down on, Um, especially if you're able to find yourself and truly, truly love what you have going on Mm -hmm. and um, without somebody else telling you, you know, you don't, especially like, oh my gosh, the people who post on Instagram just for the the comments, Mm -hmm. you need to not, (laughs) you need to go and find something that just figure out your love for yourself Mm -hmm. in whatever way that helps you yoga, running, something, go do a boudoir shoot because Mm -hmm. I think those are really powerful too. But, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think that is my passion. Ultimately, let's wrap that back around. <laughs> my passion and my purpose um, are just helping women feel that, feel that beauty. And if I can do that in photography when I'm when I'm photographing them, I think um, is such a goal of mine. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I get so many women who um, are maybe um, are closed up a little or. Um, don't like getting their pictures taken because they are self-conscious about something, um, that they don't feel beautiful in the moment. If I can make them feel that way and show them like, no, 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 you are, and you light up, Mm -hmm. then that is everything to me. Um, I've seen it in a few shoots. I've had girls message me who say they have had problems and this helped them. And that was who that was huge for me. Um, so that's kind of, um, you know, what I've realized that I do have a purpose mm-hmm. and it is hard to share. And I think there's way more than what I just shared, but I was trying to kind of bring that <laughs> to all around. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to start sharing that cause, um, you know, maybe without crying, but, <laughs> um, I think it's just my story. I think I've went through what I went through for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I do want to start sharing it. So yeah, that was first step right there. Exactly. <laughs> and I think it's awesome because it helps you be able to relate to your clients even mm-hmm. more. And mm-hmm. that's, what's important. Like mm-hmm. when you're working with somebody else, obviously you're building on a relationship right. and any relationship, like it ends up working out because mm-hmm. of being able to relate in some sort of way. Yes. Like you have something in common. Mm-hmm. And so that's where like it comes in handy where mm-hmm. if they're not feeling very confident, like mm-hmm. you could even, you know, tell your story to them before mm-hmm. even working with them. Yeah. Just being like, listen, this is what I specialize in. Yes. Like I've been there, done that. Yeah. I totally know how it is. Yes. And, and now you're able to kind of build this relationship before you even have the photo shoot. Yeah. And then they're already like a little bit more comfortable. Right. Because they're like, okay, she understands. Yeah. Me. Oh, heck yeah. And I think that's what's so important is like, that is your purpose. Mm-hmm. And as unfortunate as it is for mm-hmm. like you to have had to gone through things yourself mm-hmm. first. Yeah. In order to like get to where you are today. Yeah. You're also able to take that and now help so many other women. Yeah. And that's what's amazing. Yeah. And I, I think, um, that's also, that is why I want to start sharing it. Like it's, mm-hmm. uh, I never saw for a while. I never saw like that, that side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I never realized, like I, I saw the end result of like, okay, well, this brought me into a sport that I love and people around it that I love and it made me feel good about myself. But then there's that whole reason of, okay, well, how did we even get here? Like, what did we just walk through? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's the important part. 
because I think women find themselves in these relationships all the time and they don't have the power or the will or the strength to leave it or Mm -hmm. walk away. They don't think there's anything better. They, and I totally get that. Mm -hmm. I can, I totally understand that thought process of like, well, there can't be anything better. This is the only option. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's not because being by yourself is the other option and it's totally okay. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be more people out there. Right. Um, and so I think, uh, just sharing that whole side of it, um, is very important. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's funny cause I, I think I told you this at like four years later, mm-hmm. that guy in college wrote me a, an apology email. Right. Yes. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and so that's where, you know, he is a good guy. He did really, you know, it took him like four years, but mm-hmm. wrote me like paragraphs of an email of apologizing for everything he did to me and all this stuff and that he ended up coming out as a better person from it too um and like I don't hate him for it again like I I feel like I went through that for a reason and that is the reason Mm -hmm. and so I think God was just giving me that strength and um through the whole thing and changing my character and Mm -hmm. if he didn't I don't even know where I would be but um you know I am thankful that I got through it and I'm mm-hmm. at the point where I am here today. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> now you're able to give it back to your clients. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've seen like posts that you've shared of like emails or messages mm. <laughs> that they sent to you after receiving yeah. their photos. And yeah. It's so beautiful to see. Mm. And like to me, I've always, not always, but like I think the past year I realized that one thing I really loved about photography was mm-hmm. the fact that like I feel like it is giving back in a mm-hmm. sense and that's something that I've always wanted to be a part of my life was yeah. to feel like I give to others in some sort of way right and there was a, a period of time where I was like but how am I giving back like mm-hmm. I just I didn't feel like I was right and then it clicked one day when I was like I'm giving back through my photos yeah like I'm giving people like pure happiness and joy yes. like whether it's photos of themselves Mm -hmm. or whether it's like giving them because I do landscape photography Mm -hmm. also. So like some people just really appreciate those photos as well. Oh, heck yeah. And if I surprise them with like printed photos of it, then they just get so excited and are so happy. Yes. So just photography in general is like Mm -hmm. a way of giving back to others and bringing them joy and excitement. Mm. And then if you're able to also just help them feel confident about themselves and feel good and actually want to share these photos, that they probably like they might never share photos of themselves otherwise right these ones make them feel so good yes so that's such an amazing feeling yeah I agree I love it (laughs) it is like confidence is just such a a thing Mm. that I've noticed Mm -hmm. within the past year or so that Mm -hmm. like we all just need to work on oh yeah crazy it's a hard one I feel like it's always a roller coaster ride I mean I know like from that I was on like that high of feeling good um, got into a different relationship, which was much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for me, I just didn't feel like it ultimately clicked. Um, I just felt like there was a lot of things that uh, weren't the, mm, I don't want to say not the best, but um, that didn't feel right to me. Yeah. And so I think coming out of that, it's like, okay, you're, you're like back in the wild. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're back in the wild. You're single. Um, I wasn't looking for somebody immediately, but you have all these feelings of like, oh, do I look okay for this? Like, am yeah. I, am I doing the right thing? Like, am I attractive? Like you have all those thoughts going on in your mind. And mm-hmm. um, I think it's such a roller coaster to, again, bring yourself back mm-hmm. and be like, stop focusing on what somebody else might think of you. Yeah. Because if ultimately like this is, I, I wanted to mention this actually before, it's like, 
how could you possibly love somebody if you don't love yourself? Yeah. I think that's huge. I think if you don't love yourself, you're going to constantly be seeking that validation, that love from somebody else mm-hmm. when instantly that could go away. Yeah. And then what? You're stuck again with not loving yourself, not appreciating yourself. And so I think that's the first step with everything. Mm-hmm. Finding whatever you can do to start loving yourself and loving what you got and appreciating what you have. Um mm-hmm. And again, going on that journey of um, just finding yourself. And Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think, you know, I definitely went through, again, that process of um, being uncomfortable with myself, uh, criticizing. It's hard. I think our brains ultimately go to the negative first. So Mm -hmm. uh, you take a picture of yourself and like, oh, my gosh, like I have, you know, bigger legs genetically. So I'm like, oh, my gosh, like I can't wear shorts. Like Mm -hmm. definitely had that moment when I have a million pairs of spandex shorts that I used to love to wear. And then it took me time to be like, whoa, we need mm-hmm. to stop. We need to stop criticizing ourselves. Think of the positive things and just wear your stinking shorts. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Just wear them because exactly. nobody's going to care or say it. something. Yeah. And if mm-hmm. they do, whatever. That's one person's opinion out of like how many people are in the world. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, I think it took me time to get back to, I think it's a day by day process. Mm-hmm. Um, but as long as you're, again, personal growth is huge as long as you're working towards Mm -hmm. that personal growth and being better then you're you're on the right track yeah Yeah. exactly because I always think if if you don't feel good about yourself how Mm -hmm. are you able to love someone Mm -hmm. else if Mm -hmm. you can't love yourself and it doesn't even necessarily need to be a significant other it can even be friends and family like how are you giving your like best self to others if you can't give your best self to yourself exactly so so huge oh yeah Mm -hmm. So it's thank you for sharing all of that yeah. though, because it's so beautiful and I'm You're so welcome. glad that you you shared that oh. I just cried like a baby. I love it though, but that means like it comes from your heart. It does. Oh, it really I feel it hard. Yeah, and that's what's important. Yeah. <laughs> so what or maybe who motivates and inspires you to continue pushing yourself to constantly grow? Yeah. Um so I would say when it comes to growing personally. There's a lot of, um, let's see, there's a lot of um, speakers or uh, motivational speakers, I should say, who I really actively try to listen to or read. Um, I think the big one going around is Rachel Hollis. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She's the big one going around right now. Um, Her books are fantastic. Um, I've been reading those, listening to her podcast. And I think it really put in perspective for me things that I can start changing when it comes to habits um, to have personal growth. Mm -hmm. I think if we're not growing, we're dying. So why not start growing and try to grow? And I think habits, you know, there's everything that we do or try to do, um, our habits and there are things that we can change. So if there are negative habits, like you can change those again, Mm -hmm. that, that even goes back to the subconscious brain of why do you do what you do? Mm -hmm. There's reasons, there's habit, there's, What am I saying? There's habits that you have that started way back when you were younger that you continue to this day that might not be the best, but you can change those. It just, it takes time and it takes work. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'd say there's a lot of motivational speakers who I love um, that really preach that. Mm -hmm. And they've been really inspiring to me this past year as I step into, you know, the new single world again and um, focusing on my business and everything. Um, I would say business wise, 
uh, I have a few photographers who um, I just love and look up to. I think Caitlin James, I don't remember if I mentioned her name before. I think I did. Uh, she's one of them. I just love how genuine she is. I love how she runs her business. I was able to go to her workshop last October and then saw her again. And she was the speaker in July who like really was like, tell your story. Yeah. <laughs> I think the big thing for me would be the what. Mm-hmm. I think every time I travel, um, you know, I get to see, like I said in the beginning, what God has created. And that is so inspiring to me. That's uh, like I just went to Ireland and Switzerland and that man, it's just incredible. The things that are that we get to view and that he's created and that we you can't really capture it on a photo. It's kind of annoying because <laughs> it's just so beautiful. <laughs> You're like, darn it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't do it justice. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I, I think things that I, you know, whether it be scenery or maybe even people, um, being, I went to Bali in December and those people are just so inspiring and beautiful. They're just so true and real to who they are and Mm -hmm. what they do. And so I I think it's random people and scenery like that, that like really inspires me to, um, keep taking photos and, uh, keep going on my way. Mm -hmm. I would, yeah, I think those are the biggest ones. Yeah. I Mm. think like it's, especially experiences like mm-hmm. it just to mm. me like helps you learn and grow and yes. in ways you wouldn't even expect yeah and sometimes you don't even notice that you are mm-hmm. until you like really look back and reflect yeah, on it and it's think, true like wow I'm so much more open-minded now yeah. than I used to be or something yes. like that because it's not something that all of a sudden hits you and you're like this experience really impacted you <laughs> yeah. you know right but right over time you really realize it or just conversations yeah. with people too yeah like yeah. I realize that certain conversations I have with people, like all of a sudden now I'm bringing on to like another conversation with mm-hmm. someone new and then they've like expanded my thoughts even more on mm-hmm. this topic. Yes. Know? Yeah. I feel like those are the best ones. Cause again, you don't see it coming mm-hmm. and it's like, you look back on, um, I don't know, like again, an instance or whatever. And you're like, man, like I really grew from that. Mm-hmm. Or, um, I really changed from what I used to think or what I used to do to what I'm doing now. And it's so much better. Yeah. Um, I think those are always the best ones. You just don't see them coming and mm-hmm. you just, you just kind of naturally grow into it. And it's yeah. always really cool. Exactly. Yeah. And speaking of like what, how, what kind of transformation do you feel mm-hmm. like you've seen in yourself since mm-hmm. starting your business? Yeah. I mean, definitely I would say more confidence. Mm-hmm. I feel like, um, so yeah, I, I think like I mentioned the first two years were a lot of figuring out, um, mm-hmm. what my style was, how I wanted to run my business and not copying everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you really got to own, uh, what you love and what you want to do and what your style is. And, um, and then know that you're going to go through the whole ups and downs of, are you booking enough clients? Are you doing this? Are you doing this enough? The whole marketing mm-hmm. process, um, all the yeah. SEO, all the website stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, you know, I, I distinctly remember the first two years were a lot of tears, yeah. a lot of stressing, a lot of not sleeping. Um, I did not take care of myself. Um, I just kind of, I didn't, I wasn't going to the gym as much. I didn't compete. Um, and so to where I am now, where I get sleep, I, (laughs) I give myself days off of work. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it's just, uh, a lot of, there's a lot of lessons. There's a lot of testing things out. There's a lot of realizing that I think you, you do go through those hustle years. Mm-hmm. Again, you take on whatever comes your way. You do the jobs that you don't want to do to get to where you want to be. Um, and then you slowly go into, okay, 
I'm booking things. I don't need to be super hustling anymore. I can get sleep. I can take two days off, you know, each week. Mm-hmm. Um, and you start to, it just gets better. It just, you, you just realize that like you, you are on this path. Things are working. Your business is moving. There's ebb and flow. Mm-hmm. Um, but it takes time. It's, and I think it's trying not to rush that process. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think I, I would like look back and, uh, notice the growth of my health personally of knowing that I'm taking care of myself while building this business I think that's huge if you're not present or healthy you cannot serve your clients well that's like the biggest thing um and then just knowing that like if I don't book this wedding it's okay there's a reason for it there's going to be more to come if this is what I'm meant to do it's going to happen Mm -hmm. um and of course I do the work of marketing and uh, social media and stuff of, as well. But, um, I firmly believe that if I'm not meant to do this, mm-hmm. it's then okay, take it away. Like I will find something else, but if mm-hmm. I am meant to do this, it'll keep producing. If it, things can't grow, if you know, if you're consistently working on them, it will grow. Mm-hmm. It will being consistent. It will grow. Mm-hmm. Does that answer the question? Yes. <laughs> I'm yes. like talking. I'm like, what was the question? No, it definitely does. <laughs> okay. And I mean, I take it all, everything that you say, and I'm like, Caitlin, this is going to happen for you. Yeah. This, is, yes. like, this is your future. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love seeing, I love seeing people start businesses, especially photographers, because I know how that feels. I yeah. know where it was to start that. I know those freak out moments. Um, I know the struggle of thinking that you're not I I remember looking up different I studied communications in college and then I minored in art I remember looking up different communications jobs <laughs> so often the first two years because I was like man wouldn't it be nice to like know what my salary was each year and wouldn't it be nice to just come home and not think about work or get emails or texts from people mm-hmm. um and yeah that was I mean just a roller coaster of all of that thought mm-hmm. all of thinking all of that um, until you get to the point where you, you know, if you're charting your numbers and what you're supposed to make each month or, and each year, you start seeing the difference and you're like, Oh, mm-hmm. okay. That was the biggest thing for me. I'm not a numbers person. Yeah. So my business coach had me like lay out all of that. And I was like, Oh, all right. Like, <laughs> this is growing. We're doing things. Yeah. Like, look like, at that jump. Working, yeah. Right? We're booking things. Like. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So do your numbers if you don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's a huge help. Um, exactly. Yeah. It You, again, like being consistent, putting things into it, mm-hmm. it can't not grow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I love hearing that. There's so many times I've come to you and I'm like, so <laughs> I had this happen recently. And you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, that, that's bound to happen. Like, yes, you'll figure it out. Right. <laughs> yes. Just yeah. Time. Exactly. Everything's a learning curve. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like it leads you into more of realizing where you want to take your business and yeah. what you want to do. I mean, even if you look at, um, I don't know if you know who Jetta Kutcher is. It sounds familiar. So she started off as a... Uh, a wedding photographer and now her podcast is like huge mm-hmm. where I don't even think she shoots weddings anymore uh, but that wasn't her intention like mm-hmm. she I, I'm pretty sure she thought she would be still shooting weddings yeah. but it took her in this direction where mm-hmm. she's all about bos- bodies <laughs> body positivity mm-hmm. and um her podcast is the gold digger podcast I'm pretty sure it's called okay. um and she that's like 
I'm pretty sure her like main thing now. Yeah. And so again, like I feel like whatever you're meant to do, mm-hmm. it's just all these little things are gonna lead you to there. Mm-hmm. So like for me, I could be doing wedding photography right now, but maybe in like five years, that's supposed to lead me to a different thing. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Exactly. But yeah. One thing leads to another. Exactly. You just gotta take it as it comes and goes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of. Mm-hmm. So what kind of hopes do you have for your Mm -hmm. future, whether Mm -hmm. it is personal or business-wise? Yeah. So I would say let's start with the business. (laughs) I feel like I've come to love, um, I love destination weddings because I love traveling. I know we share that passion. Um, Love traveling. So um, I'd love to start doing more destination weddings. I love, um, I find that I love all kinds of weddings, but I love more intimate settings. Mm -hmm. Um, Ideally, like I'd love to have more elopements. I think those are just so beautiful. Mm It's funny because I wrote a letter to myself like if I was it's like five years from now me writing a letter to myself now. I hope that made sense. Yeah. And within it, I put in like my goal. So like I'd be shooting, I think I said like 15 weddings a year at like X amount of prices and um, they're pretty high up there. So we got some we got some work to do. <laughs> but um, I think it's a place that I can get to. Mm-hmm. And then I would be doing an X amount of elopements and destination weddings. I know I really want to start doing like a travel blog because I love Mm -hmm. talking about um, things and places that I've seen, food that I've eaten in those places. I think it's fascinating to me. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'd love to start doing that. I always say I'm a terrible writer, but again, that's a habit that I can change. Mm -hmm. I just need to work on it. Yeah, I don't know. I think business wise, like that's where I'm at right now. Again, Mm -hmm. I feel like things could change. I'd love to start um, going on walks again and like getting back into like the landscape thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I think seeing you doing it is so inspiring too. And I'm like, I love that. I need to get back into that too. We just have to go together. Yes, exactly. (laughs) We got to plan these trips. I know. We're always like, so what are we going to do this Right. Yeah, we got to, we're going to put it in the schedule. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Um, And then personally, um, I mean, I, I know I would love to have kids, but I know for me, I don't, I'm, how old am I? I'm about to be 30. I don't want to have kids. So I'm like 35. Mm -hmm. I'm like, not, I'm, I love doing my own thing right now. I don't think I would, I think it'd be hard. That would be a hard balance Mm -hmm. having a business and having kids. That's a hard balance. Moms are super moms when they do that. Mm -hmm. Um, and all moms are super moms. (laughs) Um, yeah, I'd love to be married, have kids. It's so funny because, I, you know, when you like, you're young and you like have your wedding day all pictured out. Like I was not that girl. Mm -hmm. I was like such a tomboy growing up, but now that I've seen all these weddings, I am that girl. (laughs) I have the screenshot of the wedding dress that I love. Like I ideally like know what I want to do. I'm that crazy person. How can you not though? I know. I feel like if I have like every wedding, I'd be like, I'm going to take a piece of this. I'm going to take a little piece of that. Exactly. Make notes or I'll forget. Yep. Yep, that's me now. <laughs> um, so I think personally, like, that is where I would love to see myself, but I'm always open. I feel like I've become more open to whatever mm-hmm. comes my way and whatever happens, I adjust to those changes. Yeah, that's what you have to do. Yeah. And that's, like, something I've realized a lot is mm-hmm. I now I just say you just got to go with the flow. Right, yeah. Like, I have this 
Oh, I'm not wearing it right now, but I was like, where did it go? <laughs> I don't um, believe you then. <laughs> <laughs> I have this new ring that's waves. It's oh, cool. Oh, I like that. And it's to remind myself every time Aww. when I look at it to just go with the flow. That's cute. Yeah, I really like, like that. People get tattoos. I get jewelry. And I'm I, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm all for that. I can't decide tattoo eyes. I'm I'm so indecisive. Yeah, with that. exactly. Because things change so often. Exactly. That, like, years from now, something else might be like my motto right. or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. No, I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. And I think uh, I firmly, I feel like society has always told us that we're supposed to do things a certain way. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like, especially like going back to the singleness, like we feel very self-aware of that and very weird about yeah. that. But why? Mm-hmm. Like who even created that whole format yeah so yeah I think it's like if you go with the flow you're less stressed about things you're mm-hmm. less anxious about things um and it's better to not worry about it like it's life's too precious to yeah. worry about things like that I became so much happier of a person yeah. when I like stopped sticking to this timeline right? of life exactly so you can breathe yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And now right I'm, like so much happier just going with the flow yes doing what I want to do hanging out with people mm-hmm. I want to hang out with mm-hmm. and I felt like it made me so much more open-minded mm-hmm. that I've like connected with so many more people because mm-hmm. of it too yeah oh for sure and I, I feel like the best things come into your life when you least expect it mm-hmm. so it's like if you're out there looking for something just don't yeah. don't do it just relax and mm-hmm. just let it happen and it's gonna happen when you least expect it and in the most perfect moment yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. so what kind of advice would you give someone who's looking to do what you do every day mm. uh patience <laughs> <laughs> I think, like I said, like growing a business, it's a long road. I think especially it's, it's hard to be patient because we see everybody on social media who they're posting all of these things that they're doing, Mm -hmm. um, that they're so busy all the time. And we don't know if that's the true reality of it. Um, we don't know how happy they are. Exactly. Exactly. We don't know anything. (laughs) We just know about ourselves and that's all we need to know about. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I think having patience with growing your business and knowing that, um, especially in wedding photography, because there are so many wedding photographers, your clientele, it will happen. Like I said, if you're consistent, it will grow. Patience is key. Keep at it. Keep working at it. If it's something that you know you love to do, it's something that you are passionate about, just keep doing it. Keep working at it. I think again, the marketing is huge. Um, putting yourself Mm -hmm. out there is huge. I try to actively be on like Instagram and Facebook and I try to blog, those are things that they they can be hard to tackle sometimes and be consistent with, but I think it's so important. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's very important that clients kind of know you before they even hire you. Right. Um, it's all about that relationship experience, and um, mm-hmm. it helps them kind of gravitate themselves towards you. Yeah. And so, yeah, I would just say um, you're going to feel anxious. You're going to feel flustered. You're going to think that this is not working. You're going to want to quit. I know I did so many times. Um, you question yourself all the time. Is all, this what I should be doing? All the time. <laughs> I question myself all the time, especially like you'll hear about people who are like, oh yeah, I started my business this year and then in two years it took off and now I'm making X amount of money and I'm yeah. taking, you know, booking this many weddings. And it's hard not to think about like, whoa, should mm-hmm. I be there? Is that where my business should be? Like, why is this taking so yeah. long for me? But I think steady growth is strong growth. I mm-hmm. think um, everybody has a different story. Everybody has a different process. There's no wrong way. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you're like really mean and rude, then that's the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> don't be mean. Don't be rude. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that just keeping with it, mm-hmm. if that's what you really feel like 
you are supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep on going. Just keep going. Yeah. Don't be afraid to ask people advice to or questions. Um, mm-hmm. There are some people out there who won't help anybody and mm-hmm. that's always unfortunate, but you will find people who will answer questions, will help you, will meet for coffee, mm-hmm. um, that you can pick their brain and um, maybe even shadow them. Mm-hmm. Um, don't be afraid to you know, ask the questions and maybe ask them if you can shadow them or, mm-hmm. or whatnot. Cause, um, there are people out there who will help yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like you. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I can only, I can't even count how many times I've like asked you so many questions and, and I, I am like so grateful for it because yeah. you've helped me with so many things <laughs> because otherwise, like if you don't know somebody doing it, yeah. it's so hard to figure out. Hard. Like even the littlest details, mm-hmm. it's like, um, how many photos do you send to clients? Yeah. You know, like, like even yeah. things like that. Right. Or like I was able to shadow you one time. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and I was, was like, fun. "This is so cool!" This yeah. is, like I would not have known what to do if I yeah. didn't have the experience with you. Yeah, so exactly. It's so important. It is really important, and um, and I always love helping people. I think it's just it's just fun for me. Again, like I like kind of helping and warning people through the process of what I went through. Maybe they can skip a couple steps and be able to move past it or something. Mm-hmm. And if not, I think investing in education is huge. Like that mm-hmm. was the biggest thing for me with so many parts of my business was investing in education yeah. with other photographers who I really valued and um, thought that they, they were running their business in a way that I just loved and that I wanted to run my business or a style that I really loved and mm-hmm. um, wanted to kind of figure out how to go about that or something. But mm-hmm. so don't be afraid of putting money into um, something that is going to be valuable for your business and potentially um, help you gain money in the end mm-hmm. with booking more clients and all that good stuff. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Always staying educated on top of Yes, everything. it's big. That's huge. I, I still invest in um, different things here and there when it comes to um, learn, I don't know, learning about wedding things or business things mm-hmm. because I just, I want to create that a better experience for my clients all the time and yeah. um, whatever I can do to make that process easier, seamless. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's huge. So yeah, education all the time. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so now in general, like in life, mm-hmm. everybody experiences moments where they have to get out of their comfort zone mm-hmm. and it could be something like very small or it can be something very big. Yeah. So how mm-hmm. do you usually push yourself outside of your comfort zone in order mm-hmm. to do things? It's a good question. Like um, even doing this podcast. Yeah, this was a big one. (laughs) I think um, I would say definitely speaking in front of people. uh, That's a big one for me. Um, I am in a networking group and I want to say once a year, each of us have to do a presentation about our business. I'm so I hate public speaking. I hate it. I even took it in college and I hated it. Um, my teacher told me I had public speaking like anxiety or something. I'm like, I know, you don't have to tell me that. (laughs) Um, that's definitely a huge one for me. Um, I feel like every time I just shoot a wedding, it's you are out of your comfort zone because unless, I mean, there's so many times where I'm shooting at a new venue or in a new situation. I just did one in Ireland that I had no idea what it was going to be like. I had no idea if it was going to be downpouring or what the castle was going to be like inside. Like that was a huge one out of my comfort zone. And I think also traveling is a big one. You know, I love traveling, but Mm -hmm. I think we have there's so many places that you go that are such culture shocks yeah. um for even when preparing like when before I was going to Bali I was like how am I going to get around to places how do I talk to people what do I eat yeah. um you know you're you're constantly out of your comfort zone 
but experiencing so much. Mm-hmm. I think um, I think holding ourselves back is um, the worst thing that we can do. Like, how are you living again if you're not if you're not what is the word? What am I saying? If you're not growing, you're dying. And I think getting out of your comfort zone is all about growth. Mm-hmm. Personal growth is um, I think those two go really hand in hand. I feel like those are the things that really come to mind um, mm-hmm. for me. So but. it's just knowing in the end that like once you push yourself out of that comfort zone, like yeah. you know you're going to feel this like mm-hmm. personal growth inside and it's totally yeah. worth it in the end. Yeah, definitely. Like I, I, I feel like you gain more little by little even if you don't realize it mm-hmm. at first. Like every time I have to do those presentations, yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, I dread this. But I know... Um, I know it's helping me. Mm-hmm. I know it's helping me to be a better speaker or to be more comfortable, even if every single time it does feel nerve wracking. I think there's a little ease maybe mm-hmm. every time with traveling. I think it's just rewarding in general. I think, yeah. um, you know, every time I go to a new place or something that is just like way out there, it's nerve wracking leading up to it. Uh, you can't really, it's hard to prepare yourself for it, but so rewarding to you know see what what is out there Mm -hmm. and the more I do it the more you know I'm less afraid I'm less afraid to jump into it and to experience it um so yeah I think it really builds our character Mm -hmm. no matter what you're doing outside of your comfort zone just um you're it's scary but Mm -hmm. it's scary for a reason you know you're feeling those things for a reason exactly yeah and I love it because every time you do like successfully do something outside mm-hmm. your comfort zone, then it's only going to keep pushing you to do more. Exactly. Yeah, that's so true. Now, is there anything else that you want to touch on before we go that maybe you didn't get to mention before or anything? Yeah, just just go do things. Like whether you're alone or you're not alone, like just don't be afraid. Like just go do it. Like mm-hmm. life is passing by. Uh, don't take it for granted. Um, it's, it's funny because small side story and then I'll like stop talking. Um, there's this little girl who I've been following on Instagram. She's man, she can't be more than 10. Um, I follow her parents and she had this freak accident falling off a golf cart. Um, and has now like severe brain damage. Um, thousands upon thousands of people are praying for her that she comes out of it in full healing. And, um, her parents keep updating every day, little by little of what's happening, movements that she's making. They don't know what she's going to be like when she wakes up, mm-hmm. but I think it's such a, a huge wake up call of you have no idea what's going to happen yeah. to you tomorrow, today, no idea. So whatever you love doing or whatever you feel deep in your heart of what you should be doing, like mm-hmm. if you're in that nine to five job and you're like, Oh, I hate it here. Stop doing it and go do something yeah. else. Like, what are you doing? And so it kills me when I see people who are holding themselves back mm-hmm. or afraid to do something. Um, because we are meant to be on this world for a reason, for a purpose. And if you know your purpose is not behind that desk, mm-hmm. you need to stop doing it and fulfill that. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I love that message. <laughs> so and now where can everybody find you? Yeah. So uh, my Instagram, uh, my business Instagram is Keely Abigail Photography. Uh, it's K-E-E-L-E-Y. I don't know if I'm supposed to spell that. Yeah, um, Abigail, A-B-I-G-A-I-L Photography. Um, and on Facebook, same thing. Uh, and then if you want to follow me personally for lifting, um, 
it's my screen name since I was 14. <laughs> so it's K-E-K-E-B-B-A-L-L-7. Nice. <laughs> <love> yep. <laughs> that is awesome. Mm-hmm. And thank you so much for joining yeah. me. Like, I'm so happy to have you on here, yeah. especially because you are like a mentor to me. Oh, thank you. And you've helped me so much with like growing my photography business. Awesome. I will you. definitely be picking your brain on some things yes. after this podcast of as course. well. Of course. Yes. It's never ending. Yes. But so I'm so happy that you were able to share your story yeah. and especially to share your purpose as mm-hmm. well. Like it was so beautiful. Thank you. So thank, thank you, you for, for joining. Yeah. And I'm so happy to share your story with everyone. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Of <laughs> Thanks again for listening to the Inspired by Her Story podcast. I hope you found some inspiration, motivation, encouragement, and empowerment to get you out of your comfort zone and live your life to the fullest. Make sure to follow, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and follow the podcast at Inspired by Her Story on Instagram. Follow my brand photography on Instagram at Caitlin Casso Creations and come along with me during my travels at Caitlin Casso. Go ahead and share the podcast with a friend and take these stories with you to make the changes in your life that you've been looking for. Stay tuned for the next Inspired by Her Story episode.